Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. 24-7 Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. News update. The MLB trade deadline comes at 4 p.m. Eastern today, but don't expect the biggest name in baseball to be moved anywhere. After early reports said the Nationals were open to a trade involving impending free agent all-star Bryce Harper, Nats GM Mike Rizzo told the Washington Post, Bryce is not going anywhere. I believe in this team. The Cardinals traded outfielder Tommy Pham to the Tampa Bay Rays in a four-player deal. The Cardinals acquired minor leaguers Justin Williams, Genesis Cabrera, and Roel Ramirez in the deal. The Rays also get international slot money. In the NFL, multiple reports have have said that the Vikings and wide receiver Stevon Diggs have agreed to a five-year contract extension worth $72 million, with $40 million of it guaranteed. Meanwhile, Sam Darnold has ended his training camp holdout after he signed a four-year, $30 million deal with the New York Jets. I'm Chris Bavona, and this has been your Fantasy Sports Radio Network News Update. Stay tuned to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network for more updates at the top of every hour. Hi, I'm Bleep Blop. I'm Derpidro. And, and we're from, from the, the planet Jimmy G-112. Our fun is named after 49 quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo, who's consensus number one pick in all our fantasy football drafts. Even when he was the New England backup. But some of our planet's inhabitants got a hold of the Roto Experts' exclusive odds draft package, and they learned a whole lot. Like Jimmy isn't living the best quarterback, let alone player. Yes, he is. Or we'll come well on pickle him until the seventh or eighth round. So we're here on Earth to get our copy of the Roto Experts' exclusive edge draft package, which includes full season access, it's right. And we're told with Lou's Cold Spaceship, we'll go 10% off. And then we'll return to Jimmy G-112, prepared and ready to dominate. The Will Munson Last Plus Finisher gets fed to the Floxer Monster as a sacrifice? We need this package, and you might too. You'll never know when your Lou will drastically change its rules. Roto Expert Exclusive Edge Package, it'll help you win. Get 10% off with Spaceship. And tell them, Derpador Center! All hail Jimmy Garoppolo. The sharpest fantasy sports minds are now available 24-7 straight from your mobile device. Download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app and listen live or on demand to the finest tips, strategies, and advice from your favorite fantasy personalities. It's free and available for both iOS and Android devices. Your life isn't slowing down, so why should your fantasy sports? Head to FNTSY.com slash radio and download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app today. Fantasy Baseball Hour with Al Melchior. Brad Brock, as expected, was traded. He was traded on Sunday uh, from the Orioles to the uh, Atlanta Braves for international slot money. So that's the second deal involving relievers in the last few days that the Braves have made for international slot money. So Brock probably going right to a late-inning role. I would doubt the closer's role. As for the Orioles, I think for right now, you're probably looking at Michael Givens. But, of course, he's been noted in trade rumors as well. Weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to the Fantasy Baseball Hour with Al Melchior.
Welcome, everybody, into the Fantasy Baseball Hour Trade Deadline Edition. Also, Tuesdays with Modica. It's all coming together. I'm your host, Al Melker. Thank you so much for tuning in. Matt Modica, how are you doing on this trade deadline uh, Tuesday with now less than an hour to go till the actual deadline? I'm doing good, Al. Uh, happy Tuesday to you. The trade deadline has been some... Uh, Interesting names moving around. I guess Wilson Ramos was the most recent. Yep, yep. Now I'm good. This is going to be an interesting, uh, challenging show for me as I try to <laughs> keep one eye on Twitter and uh, one eye on our rundown, which will probably be a, a you know a work in progress today. So yeah, the most recent thing just a few minutes ago, uh, Phillies acquiring uh, Wilson Ramos for a player to be named later or cash. Uh, so that's. Definitely got a an impact there, uh, you know, for both Ramos and for Jorge Alfaro, who I would assume once uh, Ramos comes off the DL will bump Alfaro to a uh, a reserve role. Yeah, I mean Ramos, one healthy, all the guy does is hit, and uh, I, I like the move for the Phillies. The, what I'm really kind of confused about is the Nationals. I think they should have been trying to improve this team at this point. I, I agree with you 100%, and uh, all the latest reports are saying that it's unlikely that they're going to trade Bryce Harper. You'll see, like I said, we've got about an hour to go here. There's always a, a trickle of trades that come out in a half hour or so after the deadline, too. So, uh, you know, I haven't totally uh, given up on the idea that Harper will get traded. But, yeah, that I really haven't seen any other players. Uh, I Let me take that back. Uh, there's one deal, much more minor deal, that it looks like the Nationals are on the verge of making, and that is trading Brandon Kinsler to the Cubs, but that's not a done deal yet. But uh, how about Chris Archer? You think uh, he's going to be traded during the, the course of this show today? Uh, I do. Everything you've heard from MLB Network today is that, you know, the, the bow tie, Kenny Rosenthal, and the other guys have said that it's pretty eminent. I think, you know, you got to move him now. If I'm a team with uh, playoff aspirations, I, I want Archer. I mean, we've seen what he's done in with the, whatever the last six or eight starts. He's a, he can be a difference maker down the stretch, and you know he's proven that he can do those. You know, he's taken on those 200 inning seasons time and time again. So now we get into August and September, where some arms are going to get tired and wilt. This is a guy that can be there for you. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll keep my eye on that throughout the show because uh, there is uh, some speculation that he's very likely to be traded. Uh, one player who apparently is not going to be traded the next hour is Adam Jones, but there are reports that the Orioles are working on a Jonathan Scope trade, so that's pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Matt, you were telling yeah, you to no, say something I mean, about the, that. Baltimore's got to trade everything they possibly can trade, get the international slot money, whatever kind of prospects. <laughs> You know, once you dealt Manny and you weren't signing him, it's, you know, all hands on deck. I could just imagine they just didn't like the returns they were getting for Adam Jones because, yeah, that's that's a tough one to understand. I know I went on a bit of a, a just a mini rant a uh, few episodes ago when there were rumors that uh, the Phillies were interested in Adam Jones because I think the odd man out there would be Nick Williams. I just think Nick Williams at this point is a more valuable outfielder than Adam Jones is, but uh, he's not going anywhere. But like uh, I just mentioned, Jonathan Scope looks like uh, he could be going somewhere. So I'll keep an eye on that as well. So let's get down to the deals, uh, Matt, that actually have happened since yesterday's show. 
uh, number of uh, relievers on the move, which has been a trend over the last several days. Uh, probably the biggest name, Roberto Ozuna, going to the Astros for Ken Giles, David Paulino, and Hector Perez. So I think Toronto did well in that one, um, according to Sportsnet. Uh, John Gibbon says that Giles is going to get a shot at closing in Toronto, which seemed like sort of an obvious move there. Uh, Ozuna, of course, you know, a lot of the discussion around Ozuna has been the way that the Astros handled this, putting out the statement saying they have a no tolerance policy for domestic uh, violence, which seemed just ridiculous uh, and has point, rightly been pointed out as such. But uh, do you think that Ozuna actually winds up um, uh, supplanting Hector Rondon? in Houston when he uh, returns uh, uh, 5th of August? Yeah, I, honestly, I do. Uh, I think, you know, I'm going to leave all the legal stuff and the unfortunate stuff that happened. That's for, you know, so that's for another show. But as a baseball player, he's one of the better closers out there. And if this unfortunate incident uh, didn't happen, he'd still be in Toronto most likely and I agree, you know, getting Giles, he, need, he needed a change of scenery. Paulino was a nice name a year or two ago. Uh, so, look, they got the best that they probably could have got right now. And Matt, did we lose you? Uh, let me see here. Uh, I'm not sure what happened to Matt there, which is unfortunate. Um, so we'll just uh, I'll press on here and hopefully uh, we get Matt back. I'm not sure what happened there. Uh, so, yeah, more closers on the move. Uh, been talking for, it seems like, quite a while on the show about Keonakela getting traded. He did finally get traded to the Pirates and returned for uh, starting pitching prospect Taylor Hearn and a player to be named later. I saw a report earlier today that it's very likely that Jake Diekman will get moved. So, as I've been saying for at least a couple of weeks, I've been thinking that uh, Jose Leclerc, and not uh, Diekman or uh, you know anybody else in that bullpen in Texas would be the uh, reliever to target for saves. Last night, the Diamondbacks did not have a save situation, but they were shaping up to have one in the seventh and eighth innings. They tacked on some runs, so it wound up not being a, a save situation. But it was Corey Guerin in the seventh inning, Leclerc in the eighth, Diekman in the ninth. So, again, if Diekman's traded, that would seem to... Uh, you know, validate my hunch that uh, Jose Leclerc will be uh, saving games in Texas, but we'll have to see what happens there. Uh, one of the big surprising moves earlier uh, on Tuesday was Tommy Pham getting traded from the Cardinals to the Rays in exchange for a trio of prospects, Justin Williams, Genesis Cabrera, and Roel Ramirez. Uh, St. Louis also uh, sending over some international slot money to the Rays. So, uh, it would appear that Harrison Bader will be a big playing time winner in St. Louis. Maybe Tyler O'Neill. Uh, but I, you know, my my again, this is a lot of hunches right now until we see how this plays out or until we see more reporting. But I would suspect that Bader gets uh, something pretty close to regular playing time going forward. So he'd be a good uh, good outfielder to pick up in uh, any sort of mixed league where he's available. Maybe outside of like a, a ten teamer. The Red Sox picked up Ian Kinsler uh, from the Angels for Williams, Jerez, and Ty Butchery, a couple of uh, relief prospects. And the Angels actually, uh, reportedly, they, they say that uh, Butchery is pretty close to uh, pretty close to major league ready. So they may be looking at uh, doing 
a bullpen uh, overhaul. Uh, Kinsler, of course, will take over at second base while uh, uh, while Dustin Pedroia is out. So that certainly would cut down the playing time. Some combination of Brock Holt uh, and Eduardo Nunez. I'm not sure if maybe they're going to split time over a third or how that's going to work out. But not that either one really had uh, had much value. I was actually surprised to see that Eduardo Nunez yesterday, he stole a base. It was only his fifth stolen base of the year. That's pretty much where Nunez, uh, at the very minimum, you figure where he gets his fantasy value, hasn't even really been producing it there. So uh, we move along here. The Indians traded for Leonis Martin and minor league pitcher Kyle Dowdy. And in return, the um, the Tigers get Willie Castro, a minor league shortstop. And also, just not long before we went, went on the air here, we had a trade with uh, the Mariners and the Marlins and Cameron Mabin going over uh, to Seattle. And I had uh, Corey Brock on the show about a week ago, a little more than a week ago. And one of the things I remembered him saying, and I remembered this when seeing the news about the Maven trade, was that uh, Mariners were really looking to fortify the outfield. So clearly that's what they had in mind uh, with getting Cameron Maven. Uh, Marlins, I haven't seen the return uh, exact return in that one, but it's uh, and it's going to be a prospect and some uh, international uh, bonus slot money. I uh, don't know who the... Uh, the prospect is in that deal. I don't think it's actually been announced. And just right now, let me give you an update on the Chris Archer situation. Joel Sherman of the New York Post is tweeting out that uh, the Rays are leaning towards uh, trading Archer to the Pirates. So it has been done. But again, Joel Sherman is saying that the Pirates are basically the front runners. Uh, you know, if nothing else, it certainly does make it sound like there's going to be a Chris Archer trade one way or another. But the Pirates, that'd be a very interesting uh, destination for uh, Archer. And it seems like there's been a lot of uh, cross-league trades, which, of course, is going to keep uh, those of us in AL and only NL-only leagues uh, super busy. Uh, so that would certainly be a huge one with Chris Archer potentially going to the NL. Uh, we had a trade uh, on Monday night involving the Braves and Reds. And uh, Matt Modica, are you back with us? I am back. I don't know. I was yes. just talking away, and then there was nothing. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, you were right in mid-sense. You were, in fact, that was you were back. I've talked. Uh, I'll, I'll run down real quick the ones uh, that you missed that I talked about. But, yeah, you were talking about Giles, I believe, in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And uh, so – but. The, the, the gist of it is, I mean, I think uh, he's somebody that does need to be picked up in any league where saves are hard to get. And I think he'll probably provide you with some good ratios as well. But is that your that. your take on yeah. that? I'll, so, I'll, yes, I'll, I, I would take a shot on that arm. You know, it, it's 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 a shaky personality, but the talent is there. Yep, ab- absolutely. As long as he does not punch himself again, uh, he, he should be fine. So, uh, you know, I talked about the Cam Kella trade uh, to, to Pittsburgh and also just probably I don't think it bears mentioning, but I didn't say it at the outset. Uh, he's not going to close for the Pirates. I'm assuming he will set up uh, there. So uh, Felipe Vasquez having a very nice year. Um, talked a little bit about the situation in Texas, reiterating my hunch that LeClerc 
in the next hour will become the Rangers' closer. But we still have to wait and see what happens with uh, Jake Diekman. Uh, t- talk about Tommy Pham. Any uh, any commentary or points to make on that with Pham going to Tampa Bay and uh, Cardinals outfield logjam opening up a bit? Yeah, I mean, the Cardinals, it would seem like the outfield of the future not too long ago has been totally uh, dismantled. Uh, for the Rays, they get a player under control for the next few years, right? I think it's at least three years they got a uh, fam under control for. So uh, I think the Cardinals is offseason really going to make a big splash. And, you know, they're going to be in on the hopper and, you know, try and get something like that. Maybe a Machado. Yeah. They've shown that in the past. They're usually a player. They just haven't come away with the uh, winning uh, bid. So that the Cardinals outfield of the future didn't really pan out, and yet Dippin' Dots is the ice cream of the future is still with us. Yep, so. I think that's a great analogy, though. <laughs> Why, thank you. <laughs> I enjoy enjoy the Dippin' Dots. I'm glad they're they're a part of our, our present. Uh, anyway, so I'd start talking about uh, Braves-Reds deal from Monday night. Uh, Adam Duvall going to the Braves in what I would assume would be a platoon role with Ender uh, and Ciarte. So that really does uh, some damage to Duvall's uh, fantasy value, uh, and, and a little bit to uh, Inserate too, although he doesn't do very much against lefties. But in return, going back to Cincinnati, this is pretty intriguing to get Preston Tucker, and they've got kind of a wide-open outfield situation right now. So I think Tucker's got a chance to make an impact there. And a couple of pitchers, Lucas Sims and Matt Wisler, who just were never really able to catch on with the Braves. I think both still have some back-of-the-rotation potential and uh, you know maybe some deeper league uh, potential rest of season if they can uh, catch on with the Reds. I mean, I think it's a great trade for the Reds. I do want to see what Preston Tucker could do if given the opportunity to play every day for the next two months or play the majority of the time. And, look, they need arms. You want to see these young arms. You know, Sims and uh, the other guy, they'll get opportunity here in Cincinnati, Whistler. Whistler's flashed here and there. Uh, I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know where they finally fit into a rotation or – if they become, uh, you know, Whistle becomes a bullpen arm or something like that. But the Reds did the right thing here. So, for them. Yeah, I think they did They did well. I think they did very well. A uh, couple of sort of lottery ticket pitchers and an outfield who could probably help them right now. Uh, the Yankees picked up Lance Lynn. And uh, they had to give up uh, Tyler Austin and uh, also uh, uh, Luis Rijo in that deal. So, um, I don't know. I don't, don't really love it. Uh, I, I think Tyler Austin was kind of a spare part for the Yankees, but I don't know what they're going to get from Lance Lynn. Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a tough venue for him. Yeah, I'm not a Lynn guy. I've never been. I think he's, you know, someone who's consistently outpitched the peripherals prior to this season. And I don't think Yankee Stadium is going to do him any favors. That said, the Yankees do need to just be loading up on arms and stuff right now. And, you know... They, they got to make the. They got to make an attempt to catch. Uh, I would have liked to. If I was the Yankees, I would have been aggressive on Zach Wheeler, not Lance Lynn. Yeah, yeah, I, that would have made a lot of sense. Uh, but uh, does not appear that that's going to happen at this point. In fact, the things that I've been reading uh, on Twitter, of course, <laughs> are that uh, a Wheeler deal is looking unlikely. And now we're we're at uh, the forty minutes to go mark here. So uh, you know. Uh, Anything can happen, I suppose, but have not seen much on Wheeler really uh, I so mean, far today. I personally, uh, Matt, are you still there? 
We didn't lose Matt again, did we? All right. Well, we got to head to break anyway. So uh, we'll try to get Matt back here. Get him to stay with us. Got a lot to talk about still. There's a bunch of other deals that happened we haven't even gotten to yet. We've got uh, lineups for uh, later on. A uh, whole lot to get to. So stick around. Be right back with more trade analysis. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Fantasy Baseball Hour Trade Deadline Edition. Been uh, joined here by Matt Modica. Matt's, uh, we've lost Matt a couple of times. We got you, Matt. We do not have Matt, but we will try to get Matt Modica back on the show because there's way too many trades for me to handle all by myself here. <laughs> uh, but uh, we'll uh, do what we can here. Anyways, uh, we do have uh, more trades to talk about. We got a couple of trades that are apparently in the works. As I mentioned earlier in the show, Pirates have been talking to the Rays about a Chris Archer deal. Uh, just in the last few minutes, I've seen that uh, Braves uh, and Orioles are talking about a Kevin Gosman deal. And now just uh, most recently here that uh, the Tigers and A's are talking about a Mike Fires trade. And apparently they're pretty close to finishing that one up. So I will certainly stay on top of all these things. Uh, and again, lots of trades that have been made that we haven't gotten to yet. So uh, we'll... Get on with the uh, trade parade here in just a moment. But first of all, I've got to ask the burning question. Would you bake a cake without a recipe? Or would you go on trial for public urination without a lawyer? Of course you wouldn't. But then why would you go into your fantasy football draft without the Roto Experts exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package? We have a fantasy Hall of Famer and the number one overall football accuracy expert on staff writing articles, compiling rankings, projecting 2018 statistics, and answering your pre-draft questions. Our company's been nominated for over 60 fantasy industry awards in the last three years. We are here to help you win. So go to rotoexperts.com, use the code WINNER to get 10% off, and give us the honor of leading you to fantasy glory with, you know it, the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. All righty. Matt Modica, welcome back again to the show. Yes, I have returned. Uh, (laughs) Hopefully this one's good. All right. Well, uh, I'm starting to wonder if you're, you know, on the side here, you're, uh, you know, trying to break some news or, you know, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, Matt. But uh, let's get back on uh, with with, uh, all the trades. uh, just coming out of the break here, talked about a few that appear to be close. Mike Fires, Kevin Gosman, Chris Archer, maybe to the Pirates. Uh, so certainly uh, check back in on those uh, as, as soon as we can. 
Uh, Zach Duke went from the uh, Twins to the Mariners as they've really uh, done a nice job building up their bullpen and uh, going back to Minnesota, Chase DeJong and Ryan Costello. Brad Ziegler just a little while ago traded from the Marlins to the Diamondbacks for relief prospect Tommy Eveld or Eveld. I'm not sure how that's pronounced. Uh, Ziegler just likely going into setup role there in Arizona. I would guess probably seventh inning. Uh, ahead of uh, Bradley and Boxberger, but we shall see. Uh, the uh, Orioles also, we got uh, sort of a sneak peek there. Or I, I apologize, the Braves. <laughs> Talking about Brad Brock here, Matt. And uh, last night, mm-hmm. the Braves, uh, they did bring in Brad Brock to pitch the eighth, just ahead of A.J. Minter, who did get a save. Dan Winkler was not used in that game. He had pitched in back-to-back nights, but it'll not thrown very many pitches. So... I don't know. Do you read anything into that uh, in terms of Brock maybe leapfrogging uh, Winkler in the pecking order? Uh, I'm not sure about that. You said he did pitch both. I just think they're trying to strengthen this bullpen as best as possible, especially with Elvis Cayeno on the DL. So, uh, look, the, the Braves have been a pleasant surprise. The fans got to be happy. And one of the things to do if you can't get that starting pitching, which seems so difficult to do, is just keep uh, – acquiring uh, arms for the bullpen. Yep, yep. Uh, you know, they've uh, at least gotten a, a start on that there. Uh, I've got a Chris Archer update, a, a big one, Matt. Uh, this is according to Steve Nesbitt of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. The Pirates have a deal in place to acquire Chris Archer. So it does not sound like a done deal, but sounds like almost a done deal. That is interesting. Uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, you know what? Just picture if they had a guy named Garrett Cole and they went out and they got added a Critch Archer to this. And they'd still have some years left on both. Yeah, that'd be incredible. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> Pirates make it a surge lately. And so it's, it's not quite as surprising to me as if the Padres had gotten Archer, which just never made sense. But mm-hmm. uh, now we got a big-time crossover here for uh, NL-only owners. Uh, with looks that like is a- definitely a big-time crossover. And then, uh, you know, a game changer in the only format. Yep, sure is. So uh, I'll certainly get back on that because uh, hopefully in the next half hour or so, we'll get some info on who's going back to Tampa Bay. Uh, in the meantime, let's uh, actually let me just so I got to refresh here because if, if we have any more info on that, I really want to get to that. OK, not that, but the Dodgers are close to getting Brian Dozier. Oh, man. Just when I thought we had figured out the infield there when they got Machado, uh, that doesn't sound good for Max Max the Merciless, Max no, Muncy. But a Machado but Dozier up the middle is pretty nice. Yeah, to <laughs> say know? the least. To <laughs> say the is, least. That, but one more thing on Archer. Uh, I mean, the fact that he's going to the National League is a major boom, and that it's PNC Park. And if you want to throw in the race here and somebody, you know, people are always going to mention that. I, I really, you know, if you're a Pirate fan, you got to be pretty excited right now. Oh, absolutely you do. I mean, you know, given where the team was just a couple of weeks ago and, you know, now you're you're getting in the playoff hunt and, and you got Chris Archer to help, uh, you know, uh, navigate your rotation. That's that's very exciting stuff. And uh, it should also, you know, just mention here that uh, the Trop was a nice venue for Archer, mm-hmm. but you get him out of the AL East, you get him out of the AL period with the DH, and you get him into PNC Park. Wow. 
Yeah, I mean that's like you that's say, you know for for somebody who's underperformed his peripherals for for quite a few years, that's that's a potential game changer. Yeah, and as you stated, the trap he's been tremendous there. But you know, uh, Fenway Park, Camden Yards, he's pitched to a, a five ERA in both those parks. So you know, just getting out of there, getting away from the American League, and you know, getting on a team that's making you know making some nice moves here. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yep, yep. All right, well, uh, I'm sure we'll have uh, plenty more to talk about here. I want to make sure we get to some important uh, injury news uh, that, that, that doesn't get lost in the shuffle. Carlos Martinez, uh, after just one game back, going back on the uh, the DL, left his uh, start on Monday early uh, to undergo an MRI. Uh, according to MLB.com, early indications are that it is a mild shoulder strain. Uh, but Mar- Martinez back on the DL. Uh, Carlos Correa is expected to begin a rehab assignment within the next few days, according to MLB.com. Uh, according to NBC Sports Bay Area, Bruce Bochy thinks there's a very strong possibility that Johnny Cueto is going to have to have Tommy John surgery, so that's very unfortunate. Uh, also, I think not surprising uh, given uh, the elbow issues that, that he's had. Uh, so, uh, you know, I think you can probably move on from Johnny Cueto this year. Uh, Joe Panic at another Giants move was activated on Monday. Uh, Ross Stripling has uh, been placed on the DL with uh, a toe injury. Could be a minimum stay for him uh, on the 10-day DL and take a spot. The Dodgers have recalled Dylan Floro, who they just recently sent down, so he's back up. Uh, DJ LeMahieu is close to a return, according to the Denver Post. Could be with the Rockies as soon as this Thursday. And last night, uh, as of last night, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. was on the Blue Jays lineup card, uh, so he had not been placed on the DL yet. I have not seen anything today, although, frankly, if Gurriel was placed on the DL, I could see how maybe I could have missed that with all the trade <laughs> stuff going on. But uh, apparently this might not be too serious of an injury for, uh, for Gurriel, uh, so try to keep our eyes on that one as well. Kyle Seeger was placed on the paternity leave list by the Mariners, and friend of the show, Trevor May, was called up earlier on Tuesday by the Twins, and he will pitch in relief, according to 1500 ESPN. One more note here, Matt. Uh, Julio Urias began a formal rehab assignment in the Arizona League and was clocked at 94 miles an hour on the fastball. So great that news is there. exciting but, news. Hopefully isn't it, though? I mean, I imagine he would be pitching in relief if he were healthy enough to come up. But... Uh, uh, in the time that we covered all that injury stuff, we do have a couple of deals now to report. Uh, Dodgers have acquired Brian Dozier. I do not see anything yet on the return. And then the other one is Kevin Gosman going to the Braves. So how do you like that for Gosman uh, going from Camden Yards, going from a, just a, a tough situation in Baltimore? Uh, and again, AL East, you know, just like Archer and going uh, to the, the NL East uh, with the Braves. Uh, I like it. Uh, you know, it just never worked out for him in Baltimore. Uh, highly touted, uh, high draft pick. It's another one of those you need that change of scenery. Hopefully, maybe, you know, being in the NL gives him a little bit of a bump there, too. And look, you're going to need guys. We saw what he did last season in August and September. So maybe he can kind of replicate that. Uh, I don't know what the return is, obviously. So, mm-hmm. depending upon that, 
I think it's a uh, it's a good move for them to do here because you know you're looking to make that run, and you need arms. Yeah, and you know, in terms of the return, I mean, that could be important because both in terms of the Dozier deal and the Gosman mm-hmm. deal, uh, you know, it's not really clear in either situation who might fill those vacancies that could that could have an impact. So uh, you know, maybe there'd be somebody coming back the other way. We got a small uh, that the- trade. Uh, did you see that Mike Fears is going to the Athletics? I no, I saw. And I think it was uh, during one of the, the times when uh, you dropped off for just a bit, and uh, I saw it was close. So oh, okay. did that happen? No, maybe it's close then. Uh, let me check. I thought I saw it as thought that happened. No, you are right. It is close. I, I thought that was a done deal. I would like to see that. I mean, the A's are playing, you know, hell, hair on fire, and Fears has been good. He's been a good pitcher. So I think that would be a. Uh, Something that hopefully the as an you know hopefully an A's fan would like to see. Yeah, uh, I, I yeah, the A's fans uh, should uh, be happy about that. They've really they they need the uh, the rotation depth to be sure. Uh, I like the move for Fires. He'll get I think more uh, more run support. He gets a, a good ballpark. Although Comerica Park's just a it's been a topic of discussion on the show on and off map. But I mean it's it's a hard park from a fancy perspective to get a to get a beat on because. The Tigers over the last few years have been one of the best teams hitting at home, and yet overall that park does not grade out as a great hitter's park. So I, I remember I had Mike Petrello on the show several months ago when we talked about it, and he had a theory that made a lot of sense to me, that maybe there's something about the batter's eye there that the home hitters are used to dealing with, and so it's a very good place for the Tigers hitters to hit. But but it's also, in fact, I just saw a quote from, I think it was Blaine Hardy, one of the Tigers pitchers in any event, saying this is a great place to pitch. So in any event, uh, whatever you think of, of Comerica Park for pitchers, you certainly Mike Fires, if, if he does go to Oakland, that's going to be a very nice venue for him. Yeah, I think that would be a nice little under-the-radar move that nobody's really going to care about. But could help an ace team that, you know... What are they? Seven, uh, three back from I believe the Mariners in the wild card. So, yep. No, they're they're right in it, and that's going to be a I think a very helpful piece to them. And you know, I just kind of offhandedly mentioned Blaine Hardy, but this actually uh, does solidify his spot in the rotation. Uh, fires. I'm just looking to see he was scheduled to go tomorrow, so I don't know if Hardy's rested enough for that, but. Uh, I would imagine you'll see Blaine Hardy make a start this week for the Tigers. And he's he's been good. So uh, there's there's a, a fallout from that potential deal. Uh, all right. Well, uh, yeah, I don't see anything else yet in terms of the return for Dozier or Gosman. And that this I might be one of those. Seeing, yeah. on, uh, I'm seeing something here on Roto World from uh, Jerry Kresnick. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, Miss Minnesota will receive Logan Forsythe, right-handed Devin Ooh. Speltzer, and outfielder Luke Raleigh in return. All right, there you go. Because, again, just a moment ago I was saying I couldn't really think of who in the twin system could just come in and fill that hole at second base. Well, now we know. Logan Forsythe, I like that. He, he deserves more of a shot than he got in L.A. Never really got I – mean, he had a lot of injuries, but he, I felt like he just, he just got buried on the death chart there. And he's somebody who can get on base potentially. Uh, with the Rays, he showed a little bit of power. So – Maybe with more of a shot to play, he can be uh, you know so, someone useful at least in deeper leagues with with the Twins. Yeah, I mean, what the Twins are doing. I mean, some of these teams just you know 
they're doing the right things. There's trades. You don't just trade to trade, but in certain situations, you got to get, you know, players and uh, hopefully ones that will turn into nice prospects for your team. And I think what the Twins have been doing these last couple of days has been a good thing. That has. That has. Well, um, we got just a, a couple of minutes before we got to head to break again, Matt. But um, I, I know you and I talked offline a little bit this morning that, uh, you know, for a lot of us, we have our trade trade deadlines. In fact, I've got one league where the trade deadline coincides with the major league trade deadline. So it's, it's, it's been a totally crazy day for me. It's, it's a wonder I've gotten anything done at all because between <laughs> tracking the trades for this show uh, and then also dealing with a flurry of, of trade offers and sending out trade offers, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, been kind of crazy. But uh, are there uh, any particular tips that you find useful from your, your own experience in terms of making fantasy trades? Uh, well, I mean, always – I'll, I'll take it from like a like a keeper, and you know maybe not as far as dynasty, but for the keeper, even in dynasty, go for the win. If you have that possibility, go for the win. For, you know whatever they want to say, flags fly forever. Whatever cat, whatever you know, catchy little phrase. You know, <laughs> d- don't try and wait till next year and say, "Well, I'll be that much better." If you have a chance, I go for it. I I, I like that too, dynasty. I I find that I tend to be maybe less prospect centric than owners and dynasty leagues that I'm, I'm in. Uh, and, and certainly, you know, if, if you're, you know, you're having to do a rebuild or you're building for the long term, uh, that's one thing. But yeah, if you're in it and actually in the, the league where we do have a deadline today, it's a dynasty league. I'm tied for first place and I'm getting all kinds of offers uh, that involve prospects that first of all, they're not the greatest prospects, you know, and it's, that's not really what I'm looking for in the position I'm in. So, uh, I, I hear you on that. Uh, we okay, got to go to break. Your just, trade I'm sorry. And know your yes. trade partner. <laughs> yeah, and know what their needs are exactly, what their preferences are. Uh, one quick trade here before we head into break. Not a real impact one for fantasy purposes, but the Phillies have acquired Aaron Loop from the Blue Jays for right-hander. I hope I get the name right here, Matt. Jacob Wagaspak. Cool name, Jacob. All right, so Aaron Loop, go into the Phillies. Blue Jays are selling off. Anyways, much, much more to come, I'm sure, in terms of trades and a lot else to get to as well. So stick around. We will be right back. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Fantasy Baseball Hour. I'm your host, Al Melker. It is Tuesdays with Modica. Matt Modica's here. We got trade news galore. We got lineups coming in. 
maybe, maybe we'll have a chance to talk a little bit about Monday's games, but I'm not sure that we will, Matt. Uh, just a whole lot to get to here, and we will get to it after first i just give you a quick reminder that here on fntsy sports radio network we are giving away more world series tickets and this time it's to the winner of free dfs baseball contests the contests are sponsored by dkms we're looking for your help in the fight against blood cancer for many patients a bone marrow transplant's the best chance for survival and while 30 percent of patients can find a matching donor in their families 70 percent nearly fourteen thousand people each year must rely on a benevolent stranger to step up and donate so you can find out how you can help the cause and win 2018 World Series tickets playing free daily fantasy baseball. Just go to dailyrodo.com slash DKMS. One more time, dailyrodo.com slash DKMS. It's your ticket to the World Series, someone's ticket to life. Okay, Matt, uh, did you see this haul? That uh, that the the Rays got for Archer. No, I did not. Oh man, this is good. It's a good one. They are getting Tyler Glass now. They are getting Austin Meadows and a third player yet to be identified. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay. I mean, yeah, no, I mean for I, Glass now. I don't know what, what the future plans for this kid, Chris. And he's just one of those guys that you want to see be able to be a starter, but it's you know, I don't know. <laughs> that's my uh, that's my main concern with him. Yeah, well, you've got two you know potentially big impact players, and you know there's certainly risk there. Meadows got off to a great start when he was called up this year, really slumped. Now he uh, you know just recently had been called up to the Pirates, but, you know, he'll get a chance, I would think, to play regularly with the Rays, sharing uh, the outfield with uh, with Tommy Pham. Uh, the glass, now, yeah, I don't know if he stays in relief or what, but, uh, you know, still a lot of potential there. So I, I think that it's, nothing else, it's a very interesting haul. I think it's a pretty yes. good haul. And what's got to be great is on MLB.com, when you go to, like, the depth chart page, there's got to be, there was, Chris Archer was the lone Pitcher standing today. I don't think there's anybody there now. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> it's, it's all openers all the time. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, Cubs finished their deal with Brandon Kinsler. Uh, so going back to the Nationals, uh, right-hander Jan Romero. And uh, Brewers talking to the Orioles about Jonathan Scope. Mentioned earlier that uh, Orioles were talking to some team. Now we know it is the Brewers. And uh, I do have a Jake Diekman update right now that, uh, according to T.R. Sullivan uh, of uh, MLB.com, that he says uh, if Diekman gets traded the next 20 minutes, Arizona appears to be the likely spot. So, again, that's uh, not good for Diekman if he gets traded because if he stays in Texas, it's a good chance he closes. Uh, If he goes to Arizona, he almost certainly won't. That would be a nice back end of the bullpen that the uh, Diamondbacks could be building there. Uh, but then it looks like Jose Leclerc uh, would have that job uh, all to himself in Texas. Uh, and there we go. Rangers have traded Jake Diekman to the Dime Decks. <laughs> that was set up perfectly, Al. That, that was. was not planned that way. I just saw the T.R. Sullivan tweet during the break. Uh, but uh, Kez, Ked Rosenthal got this one and uh, nothing yet about a return. But again, you know, I think regardless of the, the return's probably, you know, uh, a minor league reliever or something, but uh, you know, certainly there's a big fantasy impact there. 
Uh, so, yeah, is it Jose Leclerc, Leclerc is, is the guy? the opportunity. You know, he's, he's got the big arm, so let's see what happens. Yep. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Let's uh, do what we can here, Matt, to see uh, what the lineups look like here, because I know in the midst of all this craziness, <laughs> we do have to set some lineups today. We've got a game that's going to be underway in about 25 minutes, Giants and Padres in San Diego, Derek Rodriguez and Clayton Richard. And uh, for the Giants, another start by Gorkis Hernandez. I believe it's his fifth in a row after he really had lost a lot of playing time, but he's he's got a hot bat, so... Uh, Gorkis Hernandez batting eighth and in center field for the Giants. Uh, nothing much to see here for the uh, Padres. Uh, I'm going to go through these real quick, Matt, because I know we got a lot to get to here. But uh, Orioles, Yankees, Jeffrey Ramirez and Masahiro Tanaka. Uh, Neil Walker DHing in that one. And for the Orioles, Renato Nunez back at third base. Jonathan Scope in the lineup. I don't know how long that's going to last. Uh, Cubs and Pirates, Lester and Tyone. And uh, just looking real quick here, we're going to move on. Uh, Nationals and Mets, uh, that's Matt and Roark. And uh, Michael Taylor getting a start against lefty Steven Matt. So no Adam Eaton. That's pretty much uh, the MO for the Nationals there. Jeff McNeil getting another start at second base for the Mets. Austin Jackson getting a start in center field and batting seventh. No Tigers lineup yet uh, against Homer Bailey and the Reds. Uh, Tigers going with Matt Boyd. Reds lineup. Let's see what the outfield looks like today. Uh, Brandon Dixon, Billy Hamilton, and Phil Irvin. So no Mason Williams uh, there, even with the DH in Comerica Park. Uh, Angels and Rays. <laughs> what do we have for a Rays lineup here? Uh, obviously, no Tommy Pham just yet. Uh, definitely no Austin Meadows, who was just traded three minutes ago. Uh, but Tyler Skaggs and Ryan Stanek in this one. Uh, Michael Perez doing the catching. And, of course, uh, he was on the DL anyway. But uh, in case you missed it, Wilson Ramos traded to the Phillies. And just a few more left here. Uh, Phillies, Red Sox, Arietta and Pomeranz. Nick Williams uh, getting the start against the lefty, batting fifth. Roman Quinn in center field. No Oduble Herrera there. And for the Red Sox, don't see anything too unusual except for Ian Kinsler batting sixth and playing second base. <laughs> and last lineup we have here, Royals, White Sox, Danny Duffy and James Shields. We've got the White Sox lineup, but nothing much to see there. So uh, hopefully that helps you out a little bit with your uh, uh, lineups. Although, I'm sorry, I missed something very huge. Uh, no Mookie Betts. <laughs> go through the trouble of going through lineups, and I skip the most important thing. So yes, it's uh, never good, no Mookie bets. <laughs> no, no, Brock Holt DHing of all things. Uh, and then you got Bradley in center flanked by Martinez and Benintendi. So no Mookie bets. No report on anything being wrong with him. Just might be a day off. Uh, but certainly in the next few minutes, if we see anything, we'll uh, we'll keep you updated. Oh, man, I need to take a break or take a breath, I should say, or maybe a break. Yes. That, that was uh, that was impressive. Al. You, were, you were cramming it all in. Uh, yeah, I was. And let's see. They have one more thing here. I don't know if this is anything of note. Yeah, a pitcher, Hunter Shriver, going from the White Sox to the Rays for uh, international uh, bonus pool money. So uh, let's see who's who's out there still. Harper, Scope. Harvey, I want to see if Matt Harvey does get traded. That would be a 
That'd be a nice move by the Reds here. Uh, I mean, Zach Wheeler, we mentioned already. If I was one of these teams, I mean, if I'm the Brewers, I mean, which Harvey going to cost you? You take a shot on him. You try and get a Wheeler. Uh, I think that team needs some starting pitching. Oh, they absolutely do. Um, yeah, I mean, it would make a lot of sense, but uh, I, I did just see a tweet. Yeah, no, it is. It is. I'm sorry. I just was going to say, I just did see a tweet here uh, from Mark Zuckerman. And got to be clear not to see Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerman of Masson uh, that uh, Mike Rizzo informed Harper he was not going to be traded. Yeah, I, I mean, unless somebody was coming with some crazy hole, which you knew wasn't going to happen. Look, this is a veteran team. Uh, how you're not going to go for it? It's not like you're done. There's still two months of the season left. Philadelphia, Atlanta are unproven. I, I don't know. You have Scherzer. If, if Strasburg can't come back, say, for the final month, I, I think they were a team that they should have been out there trying to get a Matt Harvey. You know, I don't know if the Mets probably stupidly wouldn't trade with, uh, with, with the Nationals. It doesn't make sense, but it's the Mets we're talking about. Right. Well, or the Red, well you mean the Reds, though, right? Uh, or, yeah, or, but I'm saying for uh, Wheeler. Like even trading, oh, I got you. trading a Wheeler there, a Harvey, you know, adding to their team. I mean, the, for me, the Brewers had to go all in. And I think, and maybe they didn't have the pieces for Archer, but I, Archer was the guy and they still would have had control. I, you know, Brewers still have a lot of good prospects. So as nice as the, the haul is that the, the Rays got. Yeah, it's a, it's a little surprising given that that's such a big need. For the Brewers, but I'm sure the story will come out in the next day or so, uh, you know, in, in the aftermath of all this. So we, I think, probably do have a little bit of time to take a look at some of the performances for Monday. Plus, of course, keeping our eyes uh, glued to Twitter here in case we have uh, any more uh, any more news. We're still you have Mike Fires uh, still kind of hanging out there, uh, as I mentioned, Jonathan Scope. But uh, before we get to any of all that. Uh, if you enjoy playing da- daily fantasy sports, but you're sick of dealing with professionals using algorithms to select hundreds of lineups and entries, try the Props Builder tool at mybookie.ag. Forget having to create multiple lineups. Ditch the hassle of dealing with late scratches and avoid experts winning 90% of the money. Invest in the players that you want without salary caps. And if you sign up for a new account using the promo code FNTSY, you can elect an option to receive a 50% deposit bonus with a rollover requirement. So no more dealing with late lineup scratches, no experts to compete against, just you and the prop that you choose. Go to mybookie.ag, enter the promo code FNTSY upon sign up, and then choose your matchups using the props builder tool. That's mybookie.ag, promo code FNTSY. All right, well, let's uh, take a trip back to a simpler time when everybody wasn't being traded, uh, that time also known as Monday night. <laughs> uh, and we had a couple of two-homer games. Uh, Jose Ramirez doing it again, up to 32 homers now. Also stole his 24th base uh, against the Twins on Monday. And now Ramirez is leading the major leagues in isolated power. And I, I think it might have been a Nando show, Matt, I can't remember, but I did a, a little on-air trivia question, who led the majors in ISO? And this was maybe a week or two ago, and at that point it was Mookie Betts. And that, to me, surprised me a little bit, even though obviously Betts is a great power hitter. But now now it's Jose Ramirez, ahead of Betts, ahead of J.D. Martinez, ahead of Mike Trout. It's Jose Ramirez, your isolated power leader. 
Uh, you know what? I, I tweeted out last week, I think towards the end of last week, the, the past calendar year, and Jose Ramirez and Mike Trout's numbers, it's like you're looking at the same guy. It's, That's it's insane. just amazing. <laughs> it really is. really is. So uh, not to uh, overlook Shinsu Chu. He had a two-homer game against the Diamondbacks. He's up to 20 homers this year. He's having a great year. Uh, Ledmus Diaz, quietly uh, streaking, had uh, his 11th homer on, mon- uh, on Monday night against the A's. He's now got homers in back-to-back games. And this is the part that surprised me. I knew he was on a little bit of a heater, but over his last 30 games, Diaz is batting 299 and has five home runs. So, uh, so I know that power is kind of more recently loaded into the game log, but uh, I went through a little period earlier in the year where I thought Diaz with the Blue Jays was kind of a nice combination, and then you know he, he kind of fell out of favor. But is he somebody uh, maybe to, to look into picking up? Uh, I mean, what's the what's the health status? I mean, with uh, oh with Goriel, yeah, with Goriel. I mean, if Goriel's going to be out, then. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, Diaz, for right now, I always ride the hot hand. If it's something that's costing me nothing where I can just do a pickup or, you know, for a buck or two and the guy's hot, why not? Yeah, well, and you know, you make a good point, too, about uh, Guriel because if this is not a serious injury and he's back in a few days, that's a probably, I want to say a short shelf life for Diaz, but he's certainly not, I don't think he's playing every day. Whereas if Guriel's out for quite a while, then I think Diaz is a nice pickup. So the Guriel situation, I think that's, that's great that you, you point that out, Matt, because I think that's important not only for the Guriel owner, but maybe for the prospective Diaz owner as well. Uh, and I mentioned earlier in the show, Gorkis Hernandez in the Giants lineup tonight. He's red hot. Uh, he homered uh, against the Padres on Monday. That's his 13th of the year. Like Diaz, back-to-back games with homers, and now five consecutive starts uh, in the outfield for the Giants. So what's your level of interest there with Gorkis Hernandez getting playing time again? Uh, he Look, he, he became somebody I was was not even a thought of mine. And, he, you know, he showed up. So you got to look, there's two months left. He, he's on my radar. <laughs> Matt, I just saw what you sent out with the, the raised depth chart. <laughs> that's you that's know, incredible. I was somebody's got a pitch. There. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, it works I, out good for Glass now. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, and I, I think that just makes it all the more interesting to see what they do with him in terms of role. I mean, he's not stretched out, but, you know, to start for the Rays, you don't have to be stretched out. You just have to pitch two or maybe three innings. So that, that'll that be uh, that'll be fun to see. Uh, that will be, I, I think that will be very things are getting quiet. Things are getting quiet on Twitter. Yeah, I was hoping we'd get, like, a little blow-up the last, like, two minutes. Like a two-minute huddle we had to do, you know, a couple of trades come down. Yep, yep. And it looks like the Mike Fires thing is not going to happen. Uh, Jane Lee from MLB.com says A's are standing pat. But they were close. They might (laughs) be. They were were... Oh, Matt, what are you doing? What are you doing? (laughs) All right, a couple more hitters to to shoehorn in here, maybe a, a pitcher or two if we've got time. Uh, Freddie Freeman with his 18th home run against the Marlins. And what's notable to me about that, obviously Freddie Freeman's having a great season. But when I saw the box score, that was just his 18th homer. I have to admit that was that was surprising because that that means he's not even really on a 30 homer pace this year. 
Yeah, but he's he's a guy that I would think is he'll finish with the high twenties. You know, you're gonna have the month of August still. Then you get September pitching. You get some watered down guys. You know, I I still think he'll finish high twenties and possibly hit hit that thirty. You know, we see the home runs come in bunches. You know, you get that look at. I mean, he's not no Chris Davis where he's gonna hit like eight and seven days, but <laughs> still plenty of time. Definitely not yeah, Chris Davis to the K. And he's, he's yeah, no Chris Davis with a C either. Yeah, Chris, so that's... Chris Davis with a C is is irrelevant. You, I mean, we don't even got to I, – I, I, I believe at this point in time, we don't even got to mention the K anymore. <laughs> right, right. That's a good point. Uh, he's, he's in a, a Chris Davis class by himself. So uh, no pitchers today. Uh, one, one more hitter real quick here. Ozzy Albies, 0 for 4 against the Marlins. Uh, five hits in his last nine games. Only one of those an extra base hit, a double. Uh, good time to buy, sell, or hold Ozzy Albies. I, I would buy. I'm just shocked he's got the 20 homers and not 20 stolen bases. All right. You heard it here first. So have fun checking uh, on the last dribbles here of the trade deadline. Thank you for joining us. Be back tomorrow. Same time, same channel. Have a great one, everybody. Take care. <laughs>